welcome to my unsolicited advice, episode number two. And today we're going to be talking about the parenting conspiracy. This is something I have just made up because that's me. Um, so what is a parenting conspiracy? Well, I don't know about everybody else, but when my husband and I decided that we were ready to have babies and then we got pregnant, um, there was a lot of people that had opinions and there was a lot of things that we just thought, like, we just thought that you were supposed to use a you know, books to read and learn how to become a good parent or that, you know, people pass this information down through generations or that like potty training your kid doesn't just like pee and poo happen in like three days of keeping them sitting on a potty with no distraction because, you know, they will always go shit in the corner even if they're using the toilet to pee pee on. Um, We've cleaned up a lot of those. So anyway, my point is, is that nobody tells you that nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody. Your parents didn't know. Their parents didn't know. Their parents before that didn't know. Nobody fucking knows. So as a society, we have to stop making it seem like we're all knowledgeable, like your child pops out of your vagina and all of a sudden the universe has imbued you with magical parenting powers to to know the answer to every single crisis. Uh, No, not the case. Um, You know, one of the things I think is most important is that you, it really does take a village to raise a child. You cannot do this shit by yourself. You definitely, I mean, and there are people who do this shit by themselves. And I know women and men who have raised children by themselves and, you know, without the help of a partner, sometimes without the help of the, of their family, uh, and, some cases they chose to do it. Some cases they had no choice to do it. And, you know, they're super people as far as I'm concerned, because I, I could not raise my daughter by myself. I need my husband to help me because kids will drive you batshit crazy and you needed the other parent to be good at the things you're not good at, like tickle wars and uh, you know, I'm the boss. My daughter thinks I'm the boss because I'm the one that cooks the food. So that works for me. But uh, yeah, there is there is no magical formula for parenting. There is no uh, answer key to regular questions. Like your kid is going to sleep in their own bed. Like, okay, for example, here's what I'll say. When my daughter was born, everyone said the same thing you know, or you grew up with thinking that children need to be in their own bed, their own crib, their own this, their own that, whatever situation. And I have some news for your friends. Newborn babies, they don't want to sleep by themselves in a cold corner of the room or in their own room or whatever the situation is. They want to be with their parents because they want to feel safe. And the reason that your child falls asleep when it's breastfeeding or feeding or however you're nourishing your child at that point Um, they fall asleep because they feel happy, they're warm, they're comfortable, and they feel safe. So when you take them and you put them in another space that's not close to you or away from you, that child will wake up and will not sleep. And if you have the magical child that had no problems doing this, then you are way better than me. (laughs) My child was not that way. So my husband and I got, we're running, I'm not going to say got sick, but like, 
we were running on zero sleep. You truly are just in a state of absolute don't know what the hell's going on. It's like you're hungover. Um, the worst hangover you've ever had coupled with not being able to sleep for more than an hour at a time coupled with the fact that you don't have enough energy to even shower yourself. So that's, that's where we're at here, friends. Uh, when your child isn't sleeping for very long periods of time. So what we decided to do was take our child because we have a big king size bed, take our child, bundle it up into like the swaddling blankets. And she slept in between Andre and I, um, and still sleeps between Andre and I now, uh, and she's almost five. Uh, and as soon as that happened, she slept for six hours at a time and we literally woke up and we're like, what happened? Like what just happened? So I understand that and I don't disagree with this. I think that you need to be a very responsible. You need to have certain things like the outlet that you can put on their foot and monitors their heart rate and their breathing. Um, you need to be very aware and not be somebody who like rolls all over the bed. But I can tell you that I'm not the only person that has done this and she's fine. Everything is fine. Uh, she was fine then and she slept and she still sleeps and she sleeps great. Um, and that changed our lives. But that's just one idea. You have to do whatever is going to work for you and is safe for your child, obviously. But you, there is no cookie cutter mold. There is no right way to parent. Every child is unique. Every people, every every people is unique. And um, you just have to find what works right for you. So my point of this is making sure that new parents understand that nobody knows what the fuck they're doing when the baby pops out of the vagina. And I still don't know what I'm doing. And mine is five years old. And I don't think I'm going to know what I'm doing when I'm 18 because every situation is new and unique and unusual. Maybe by the time you have the second and third one, which will never happen for me, then you might know what you're doing. But don't sweat the small stuff and don't let anyone make you feel bad because they don't know what the fuck they're doing either. And that's all I have to say about that.